Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. I had a great mission trip. Um, I don't think I want to talk about it because I, I don't want to uh, interfere with what the Holy Spirit's doing, but you know, sometimes you have goals. I've often taught you don't always accomplish your goals, but you won't accomplish more than your goals. And uh, But, you know, the, the key is having the goals that the Lord wants you to have. Well, the ones that I set, everyone was met. I mean, I just couldn't. It, it, um, and God was so gracious every day. I, didn't, I don't think I paid attention until like the last four or five days. And I looked back and I thought, Everything that I hoped to achieve was achieved. So uh, if I can ever come back, if I come back again, I'll share with you uh, what the Lord did. Uh, I preached 32 times in 29 days, if you can believe that. And that's with a few days off. And, um, and then I got the jungle fever. Um, I, I, I didn't know what it was like to wake up with gunk in your eyes every morning. Uh, you had to get hot water to clean your eyes. But, you know, it was so cool. Is I ran a fever for 16 days, but it did not it didn't stop me one day. And so, but at night I would collapse, and my Navy SEALs were making fun of me, calling me an old man, and I wanted to punch him in the mouth. And um, <laughs> but I just kept, you know, it was the grace of God. The pastor understands that. That's why if we brag on ourselves, as Paul said, I'm a fool. Yes, you know, I'm a fool. Yeah. And uh, so I don't want to. I don't want to be more foolish. All right, John 12, John 12. Thank you, ladies, for those two songs. Uh, really minister my heart. Every time I come here, you minister to me. And that's saying something. I've been to a lot of churches where, you know, it's kind of like, I hate to say it, it's like a waste of time. Um, that sounds horrible, but this church has always ministered to me, and I thank you for that. In fact, your pastor, he says more in his opening remarks than some sermons I've heard, if you can believe that. You probably don't believe that. You think I'm exaggerating, but I'm not. So I thank you for letting me speak. All right, John chapter 12, verse 1. John 12, verse 1. Then Jesus, six days before the Passover, came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, which had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. Now that's interesting because you notice in chapter 11, look at verse 55, 56, 57. You know, after Jesus resurrected Lazarus, they wanted to kill him again. I mean, what was his crime? Uh, he was resurrected, which brought glory to Christ. It was an indisputable miracle. You can't do this miracle with smoke and mirrors. And so they hated him for that. And they also sought, verse 56, if you look right above chapter 12, 1, they sought because they wanted to kill Jesus. So this was, the, this was the one event that really sunk the battleship right here. This was it. When he resurrected Lazarus, that's it. we got to kill him. Yeah. All right, now we go back to verse 2, chapter 12. There they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. Can you imagine that? Then took Mary a pound of ointment of spicknard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Then saith one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, what should betray him? Why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? Hmm. 
This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the bag and bear what was put therein. What a jerk, this Judas guy. Then said Jesus, let her alone. Against the day of my bearing hath she kept this. For the poor always you have with you, but me you have not always. Title of the message, The Mary Memorial. And you'll see where I'm going with this. I think we've got several Marys here this morning. Uh, let's ask God to do something for us, all right? Let's pray. Amen. Your Father, I thank you for the privilege, the honor to stand behind this wooden pulpit. I thank you for Pastor Boring. I pray that you'll help me to invest in his ministry. I thank you for New Providence, uh, Primitive Baptist Church, Lord, a testimony, a history. But, Lord, they could perhaps rejoice in the past, but I, I hope that they'll look to the future and press on and advance the kingdom and win more souls. Lord, there's more families here in Maryville that need the Lord, and they need a bright and shining light. May all this area know that these people here at this church are your disciples when they see their love one toward another. So thank you, Lord, for this time to preach. Um, help me to get out of the way. I, I'm a little boy trying to do a man's work. And so, Lord, help me, I pray. Preach through me and accomplish great things. There may be a precious soul here that needs to be saved. I pray that you'll reveal yourself to them. And then there may be Christians here today that are struggling with um, anxiety or fear or sin or just they're just departed from thee. So draw them nearer, I ask. Thank you again for what we've already enjoyed. I pray that this will set the tone for the rest of this, of this year. And we ask it all humbly in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Be seated. Amen. <clears throat> now, you know, some people seem to have a greater capacity to love. Um, some people are just very pragmatic, you know, and we need practical people. We do. We, we need those nuts and bolts type Christians who um, like to work in the kitchen, for instance. And we need them. There was a little girl up in, in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, Wyoming. Her name was Elaine Estridge. This little girl was eight years old. She was dying with leukemia. You know, sometimes they can, uh, they've made great strides with leukemia. They can put it in remission, but it'll keep coming back sometimes. You know? Well, it finally got this little girl, and, and it looked like she wasn't going to live. And you know what this little girl, she, of course, her parents are just broken, you know. I, uh, I have never lost a child, but buddy... I have ministered to people that have lost children, and it felt like I was losing my kid. Yeah, that's what the Bible says, weep with those that weep, you know. Well, these parents were so broken, and this little girl saw it. And she would tell her parents, you know, Mom, Dad, it'll be okay. Jesus loves me, and so on. This is in Wyoming, Ohio, a little suburb of Cincinnati. You know what that girl did? For the next few weeks, she wrote letters to her parents like about eight, ten letters, and then she hid them in the house so that after she died, they would find those letters and be comforted. And they had an article in the Cincinnati Enquirer, and for like about two months, they were still finding little letters from the little girl 
saying how much she loved him, and I'm in heaven, and I'm okay. Now, you know, who taught that little girl that? You know, that's pretty, that is a sensitivity that many of us don't have. I don't think I do. Mary is, you know, there's a lot of heroes I have in the Bible, like David and Noah and Job and Daniel. But honestly, I'd like to sit down with Mary. Mary of Bethany. She got it. That's right. When all the apostles were still scratching their heads, why is Jesus our Messiah die on the cross? She was anointing him for his burial. Somehow she saw something that the 12 apostles didn't see. What a woman, man. Mary would be the philosopher. Martha is the pragmatist. Mary, she's the pilot. Martha's the crew. Mary's the architect. Martha's the engineer. You see, we need Marys in our church. Like, which is more important, working for the Lord or worshiping the Lord? Which is more important? Worshiping. Because if you worship the Lord, then work will be the byproduct. That's right. But if you work for the Lord and don't worship the Lord, then you dry up. Yeah. You see, right. and you'll dry up, and you'll just pretty soon it becomes a it becomes a, a work, a duty. Yeah. See, Christ yeah. shouldn't be our duty; it should be our delight. Yeah. Now, if He's not your delight, I'm yeah. still glad you come to church. I'm still That's glad right. you sweep the floor. That's I'm still right. glad you clean the toilet. Yeah. But oh man, we need Marys. We yep. need Marys because she hath chosen the better part. The Christian is not the one who lives for the things that he that died with him. Rather, the Christian is the one who dies for the things that will live after him. That's the difference. While Mary is at the feet of Jesus with her hair now oily and unkept looking, Judas and a few of the other clueless apostles are basically denouncing Mary, saying that what she did was wasteful. It was insensitive. What she did was self-centered. She cares only, probably she just did it to be seen of the apostles. And just then with Jesus, with the authority of heaven, said, leave her alone. He rebuked them. Not even the the previous triumphal entry where they... They, they made a, a carpet of palm leaves as Jesus rode in Jerusalem. Not even that could compare to what she did. L- listen to me. This, what you just read, is one of the, is probably the greatest expression of love that's in the Bible, except for Christ dying on the cross. Honestly. What the wise men did, giving gold, frankincense, and myrrh, does not compare with what this woman just did. I want to preach on the Mary Memorial. Number one, the power of present action. Now Mary decides to give her roses to Jesus before he dies, basically. And did Mary with forethought bring the alabaster box to to Simon's house? This Simon, by the way, opened his house to not Simon Peter, but another Simon. Did she bring it to the house with this idea? Because I, I think what's happening here, 
Mary is so full of gratitude that Jesus is who he is, that he resurrected her brother, and now she's so full of love. Or did she have to go back to the house? Maybe that's it. While Martha's in the kitchen, not complaining this time. Martha's not complaining. She's in the kitchen serving. I think what hit Mary is, I want to do something for Jesus. Just for him. Just for him alone. But I'm a woman. I make it criticized. All these preachers, I, it's like this the young, what's her name? The, the, the girl, what's her name? Sabrina. Sabrina. It's like Sabrina, you know? She's standing up here like she's the worst Christian in the room. And she's not. Yeah. You know, if the worst Christian in the world is not what you see in the mirror, then you don't know yourself. <laughs> right. You got it? Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen. You, some of you don't even understand what I just said. It's okay. But if you're not the worst Christian you've ever met, you don't know yourself. Yeah, that's right. 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 So Mary's like Sabrina. I mean, she's like, oh, I can't. But, she, but her heart was so full of love and gratitude and so broken. She goes, I've got to do something. Yeah. So maybe she ran back home and got in her trousseau, you know. And where did she get this alabaster box? I mean, where does, you know, you, I, I figured it out based on modern day, the last 10 years, value. Subjective value, this value, this thing was valued at $55,000. They, I, I love archaeology. They found an alabaster box that was 2,000 years old. Of course, it was empty, and it was made of stone. They scratched it, and it could still smell it after 2,000 years. Wow. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? This, this perfume was, maybe Mary was engaged to get married. This was her dowry. Maybe the guy died, so she still has it. I mean, this, she was not a rich woman. Her and Martha and Lazarus lived together. Why? Because they couldn't afford three houses. And so here she's got this alabaster box. So how much does she give Jesus? I mean, does she give him like, I mean, he, what they would do, they'd stick their finger in there and do this. And that's enough for the day. But she thought, I just can't give him just a finger. I, well, maybe I'll give him half of it. And then she thought, well, he's going to give this, he's going to give this, Oh, at Calvary, I'll just give it all to him. Yeah. And that box is probably about anywhere from six to ten ounces of solid ointment, spicknard. I mean, this ointment is so exquisite. And so she gets this thing, and she comes back in, and she's going to give it to Jesus Christ. Now, let me say this. She is the only woman in the Bible that anointed Jesus for his burial. The others got there and he was already resurrected. She's the only one because she acted in present action. Mary decided. She was resolute. She goes, I'm going to do it now. Now, let me say this. Often when we give our best to Jesus, you will be misunderstood. I hate it, but sometimes your biggest critics will be people in the church. I hate that. Maybe this church doesn't have that problem. But most churches do. Let me tell you, man. It's not the drunks and the prostitutes that are going to get on your nerves. It's other Christians. Amen, amen, amen. And part of the reason is we're, you know, hanging around each other three and four times a week. You know, we just get on each other's nerves. For instance, in chapter 12, verse 5, the very first words that you ever hear from Judas is verse 5. Well, that's going to have been sold and given to the poor for 300 pence. See? Basically, what he's saying is, there's a lot of money. 
And then his last words recorded is in chapter 27 of Matthew, verse 4, where he said, I betrayed it in some blood. Isn't that an interesting commentary on Judas? The very first words are pretty ugly. And then his last words, I betrayed it in some blood. Now, let me ask you a question before we leave this thought. What are you waiting for to give Jesus your best? Right. I mean, 22 is gone. Yeah, exactly. Did you give him your best in 22? Yeah, was... Hmm? Yeah, right. Well, I'm going to now. Okay, then, then let's do it. Yeah. Make 23 the year that you're going to give your all to Christ. Amen. Just give Amen. it. See, the power, there's nothing like the power of present action. An imperfect plan, uh, Patton said, is better executed today than a perfect plan executed tomorrow. <laughs> See, do it now. Mary did what she could. That's what it says in the other Gospels. Let's turn to Matthew 26, Mark 6, uh, 14. <coughs> Matthew 26. Would you help me with this? Verse 8. Matthew 26, verse 8. But when his disciples saw it and had indignation, oh, look, it wasn't just Judas. He was the ringleader. But notice the other disciples chimed in, saying, to what purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a good work upon me. For ye have the poor always with you, but me ye have not always. For in that she hath poured this ointment on my body, watch this, she did it for my burial. Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached to the whole world, there shall also this that this woman hath done, he told for a memorial unto her. There's the Mary yeah. memorial. Yeah. Look at chapter 14 of Mark. This is why I love the Gospels, because all four Gospels are a snapshot of the same story. Chapter 14, verse 6. And Jesus said, let her alone. Why trouble ye her? She hath wrought a good work on me. For ye have the poor with you always, and whensoever ye will, ye may do them good. It's good to give to the poor. But me ye have not always. She hath done, watch this verse 8, she hath done what she could. She is come aforehand to anoint my body for the burial. See, Mary did what she could do. Now, for instance, Martha couldn't give an alabaster box. She didn't have one, but she could cook. And she did it. Simon couldn't cook, but he could open his house for all the apostles to come and share a meal. You see, that's the bottom line. You know, some of you yeah. can't sing, but you could do something. Yeah. See, right. maybe you can't um, go door knocking and soul winning, but you could pray for those that do go. Maybe you can't teach Sunday school, but you could help out in the nursery. Maybe you can't lead singing, but there's something. Do what you can do and do it for Jesus Christ. You have no excuse. You say, well, I'm not gifted. Oh, yes, you are. You have a gift because he gives all his children gifts. You just need to find out what it is. See, Do what you can do and do it for Jesus. You love Tom, Tommy Boring. Don't do it for him. Do it for the Lord. Amen. And he'll be thrilled. Amen. 
Because right. his greatest joy yeah. as John the Baptist is when you love the bridegroom. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. So you got to do it for Christ. Yeah. And that's, not, that's our problem. See, we don't do what we could. He said, well, I just thought, well, let me ask you. You got money? Some of you make some pretty good money. You got a nice house, nice cars. And you give a waitress more money than you give the Lord's church. You're welcome. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You could give more, couldn't you? Couldn't you? And can you outgive the Lord? No. Because if you gave more than he did, then he'd owe you. He ain't going to owe you anything. That's right. So you can't outgive the Lord. Do what you can. The power of present action is very, very, very important. Very important. So now what we see here, she's wrought a good work on me. You know, sometimes we do things for everybody. You know, we do things for the church, for the pastor, for each other. It, it convicts me. Why don't we just do it for him? Yeah. Mary didn't do this to impress the apostles. She did this because she loved Jesus. He did it for me. And then they criticized her. Well, this could have been given to the poor. And notice what Jesus said. The poor you have always. Yep. Now look, I'm not putting down poor people. Right. But there's a lot of reasons for poverty. Sometimes because they're lazy. Sometimes because of the corrupt government. I, I'm so ashamed of our government. I've never been ashamed of our government like I am right now. Yeah. I am convinced they're not pro-American. Yeah. They can't be. Yeah, but my point is, is we have a lot of reasons for poor people. And he said, you can do good to them anytime. But let me tell you something. You don't get a lot of opportunities to do something wonderful for Jesus. <laughs> and when you do, you better tell you. Amen. Like if the pastor comes to you and says, hey, we need a Sunday school teacher. You don't get that chance very often. Well, I'm just so busy. I just don't know if I can do it or not. Uh-huh. Okay, he'll go ask somebody else. And then you can sit for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. You get a chance to do something for Jesus, you better do it. Better do it, man. The Amen. power of present action. The power of present action. Oh, Scotsman had a boat that he would row every day <laughs> across the river and give people rides. On one boat, he, on one oar, he had works. On the other one, he had faith. And they asked him one time, they said, why do you do this? He goes, I, me wants a reminder, because if I row with one oar, me goes in circles. As in life, it takes two oars, laddie. One is works, the other is faith. Number two, the priority of a priceless affection. Now, this thing was worth 300 pence. You know what, that's, that's 300 days wages. That's 30 men working 10 hours a day with full pay. Again, it probably worth about $55,000. She gave it all to Christ. All of it. Didn't keep any for herself. Now, let me ask you a question that I think you should answer. Is Christ worth, how much is Christ worth to you? How much? How much is Jesus Christ worth? To you. Is it possible to give him too much? No. The merchant man of Matthew 13, when he found the pearl of great price, sold all that he had that he may purchase that pearl. And I think that's repentance and faith. See, I agree with Pastor. I think repentance is basically this. Repentance is not, um, you know, stop smoking for a week and stop drinking for two months. Repentance is when you want Jesus more than your favorite sin. 
Whatever your favorite sin is, you then you want Christ. And that's why that's why repentance is not just turning from sin, it's turning to Christ from sin. And then faith is getting a hold of Christ, you see? Jesus Christ fed the poor. He fed the poor probably as much as 20,000, says 5,000 men. So I'm guessing 20,000. Another time, 4,000. That's probably 16,000. So Jesus fed the poor. And it, it sounds more noble than to give this to the poor. But again, when do we ever do something just for him? Yeah. Yeah. Just for him. I, I think about myself. You know, I, <clears throat> I, I, I go to churches and I get love offerings sometimes. But you know, I like preaching in nursing homes because you don't get a love offering. I like preaching in prisons and jails because you don't get a love offering. And I like preaching on the street. And you don't get many amens when you preach on the street, man. I mean, you get called a lot of names, but they're not very complimentary. You know what I mean? But the thing is, is why why should I do that? Because I love the Lord Jesus Christ. Why should he pastor? Because he loves Jesus. That's what he said to Peter, do you love me? Yes, yep. sir, I do. Then feed my sheep. That's right. Oh, he loves you. But sometimes you're not very loving. <laughs> so his first love is to Christ. And that's why he feeds you. See? So what, when's the last time you did something just for Christ? No, no, no. I didn't mean the church. Just for him. Right. Just for him. Just for right. him. <laughs> to Mary, nothing was too extravagant. To give to Jesus, nothing. She let her hair down. You know why? You know why she let her hair down? Because she forgot the towel. She got so caught up in loving Jesus and got so caught up in giving the alabaster, she forgot to bring a towel. And you know, a woman's hair, I know a lot of women have short hair today, but back, a woman's hair is her glory. And the, the Jewish women, man, they looked upon their hair as their glory, and she took her hair. And this is, this is scandalous, really. I mean, think about it. In front of all those men, she's down there and she's putting oil on his head and he didn't rebuke her. And the other apostles are around. She's down there, they're screwing her faces up. Thinking, what is this goofy woman doing? And then she, it's rolling down his neck, over his shoulders, and then on his feet. And now she's on the, on the ground, yeah. taking her feet because she's thinking, oh no, he may slip. Look at, and she's wiping his feet and she didn't ask permission. She just did it, and he didn't rebuke her, but the apostles did. The apostles, they were so clueless, they didn't understand what real love looked like. And now her hair is full of, of, of the, the smell of his feet. His feet have been out walking around, sweat and dirt, and now all of that body odor is in her hair. But it was sweet. I wonder how long it took to wash her hair. I bet man Martha said, are you going to wash your hair? I bet she didn't wash her feet, her hair, probably for a week or two. Why? This is the exquisite love. She, you know, I will say this. I have been around Christians that really love the Lord, and you can tell they don't care what the rest of us think. (laughs) You can just tell, like Sabrina up here, she, she did that for the Lord. Didn't, the thought never occurred to her. What do you think? Never occurred to her. Song of Solomon says, While the king sitteth at his table, my spicknard sendeth forth the smell thereof. What an interesting verse. Let me get to my last point. The place of perpetual adoration. 
Now, in Matthew 26 and Mark 14, it talks about this act of supreme love. And it's a, listen to this, Pastor. It's associated with the gospel. Wheresoever this gospel is preached, this shall be spoken as a memorial of her. And here it is, 2023, in Maryville, Tennessee. And we're talking about what a woman did with her hair and ointment out in Jerusalem. We're still talking about it. Wheresoever this gospel is preached, this shall be spoken as a memorial of her. And we're fulfilling that right now. Now, can you think of a lot of other stories that are being repeated every time the gospel is preached? He equated what she did, that act of love, with what he would later do on Calvary. Because Christ is the alabaster box. And he gave it all. The whole world. When she did it, the room was filled with the odor. And now, because of the Bible... And centuries, now the whole world is filled with the perfume of Mary's love. How beautiful is Mary compared to the grotesque Judas? Today we call our most beautiful daughters Mary, and we call our dogs Judas. Amen, amen. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 7.1, you need not turn there, but I'd like to read it, because I think it just has an amazing application of this. But listen to this, Ecclesiastes 7.1. A good name is better than precious ointment. Yes, and the day of death and the day of one's birth. Mm-hmm. That's Mary. Yeah. The sweet aroma of Jesus' feet was still in her hair. But something else, Pastor Tommy, that intense, expensive, almost permanent spicknard was in our Savior's hair. Thank for thinking about Tommy. Maybe you've thought of this. It ran down his neck. Yeah. It was on his shoulders. It was on his feet. When he was in the upper room, the Lord's Supper, the apostles could still smell it. When he was in Gethsemane with a broken heart, and he prayed, Father, if it be possible, it's cup pain. He could take it. If Jesus did have a little longer hair, I don't know how long his hair was, but he could still smell it. Yeah. And when they were beating the blood out of his body there at at, uh, Gabbatha, and they were beating him, getting him ready for crucifixion, the soldiers could still smell that perfume. It was an unmistakable perfume. This morning I put on Old Spice because my dad's favorite uh, cologne, and I can still smell it. Jesus on the cross of Calvary, he could, when he hung there alone, he could still smell the evidence of Mary's love on him because it was an exquisite perfume. The Mary Memorial. Mary made herself poor, but she made us rich because of her timeless example. Let me say this. Mary's helped me. See, I'm, I tend to be a Martha. I think my first 20 or 30 years of my ministry, I'm pretty much a Martha. Get it done, get it done, get it done, get it done, get it done. Yeah. And Christians that are lazy and inconsistent, they get on my nerves. But now the last 10 or 20 years of my ministry, I'm a, I'm a Mary. 
Because when you just work, 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 and you think you're so, you, you, know, you, you just think you're, just, you're the Lord's number one servant. You know, there's just, there's just no joy in that, you know? So I've often said you want to worship like Mary and work like Martha. Yeah, you don't worship first. See, yeah. remember when Martha was complaining? Master, carest thou not that I'm in the kitchen serving alone and Mary's sitting here? And Jesus said, Martha, Martha, thou art coming about with much serving. But Mary hath chosen the better. Amen. Well, Martha's not complaining now. That's it. He's not complaining now. Because they all know who, how special Jesus is after he resurrected Lazarus. And now it's Mary that does something very special. See, we need Marys in our church. Mary is the worshiper. We need worshipers. And I've noticed that you guys, you get that. I've I've noticed that. But we also need Martha. So let's not criticize Martha either. We need workers. I mean, I don't know. Keebler elves don't clean this place. I mean, somebody has to clean this place. Somebody has to clean the bathroom. Somebody has to mow the grass. Praise God for Martha's. But we also need a Lazarus. He's the witness. Lazarus, he's the guy that he's a testimony because he was raised from the dead. You see? We need all three. You know what I think? John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. the, 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 The word that is so important in there, a lot of important words, but it's the word so. And it's in the Greek, it's in the infinitive. And you say, why? Well, what if the verse would have said this? For God loved the world. That he gave, but he didn't say it's so lovely. Now, how much did he love us? Well, the Holy Spirit didn't convey how much. I really don't know if we can understand. I don't know if we have the mind to take it in. So he just used the little word so. He so loved the world. That he gave us only. He could have gave 10,000 angels, maybe. Maybe the wisdom of God, if he gave 10,000 angels, that would have impressed you. But God didn't bargain. He didn't bargain down. He just gave his son. Yeah. And I yeah. dare say that the angels thought, well, this is a waste. Yeah. Why? This could have been given. Why don't you just create a new universe? Create a new human race? Yeah. Why? I mean, these right. dirty, rotten, stinking worms that rebel against you and fall the devil. Why would you crucify Jesus yeah. and give your all? Yeah. You see, we're worth nothing. Yeah. But again, we were worth everything. Amen. Sabrina's not worth anything. She's a dirty, rotten sinner. Not as bad as you, but she's a dirty, rotten sinner. And yet the Lord didn't die for her because she's worth something. He died for her because he loved her. Yeah. Amen. And I dare say, people shook their heads and said, well, this could have been given to the poor. Why would Christ give us all? So you see, ladies and gentlemen, this is why Jesus was so impressed with Mary. Because of that one act of love, yeah. she captured what he did when he gave his love. Yeah. He didn't hold back. And yet we think we've done something when you give a tie. You act like you're a great Christian when you give your hundred bucks. Big deal. I'm not, I appreciate the hundred bucks. I mean, every pastor appreciates five dollars. But we act like we measure what we do for him. <laughs> Mary didn't know. She didn't get a little cuff out and say, I'm going to give you three ounces. She didn't do that. She just gave it all. 
And I'm not preaching y'all to give your whole salary. I'm not. Yeah, right. God loves a cheerful giver. Whatever you want to give, just do it with cheer. But this morning, I want you to see that the reason why Mary has a memorial Amen. that is connected to the gospel is because she loved Jesus with all of her life. At that one moment, think about it. <laughs> What's the greatest commandment? To love God with all your, all your heart, your mind, soul, and strength. You think about this. She loved him with all her mind. She got that not out She loved him with all her heart. She loved him with all her soul. And she loved him with all her strength. In that one moment, she exemplified a love for Christ. Amen. Now as we close, do you love him? Amen. Bless his name. Do you love him? It's a good question. Yes, that's right. Do you love him? I'll tell you what, when you love the Lord, we don't have to beg him to come on Wednesday night. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You may not be able to come on Wednesday night because you've got to work and get sick. But I'll tell you what, the pastor will have no trouble with a church on fire. You want revival? Yep. Love him. Yep. And you've got to get to when you love him. When you love him, you're going to hate your sin. I hate it. Right. I hate the things right. that rob me. Of, of loving and worshiping Christ. Amen. The Mary Memorial. And you know what's so cool? <laughs> she didn't went to Bible college. Right. <laughs> she wasn't a preacher. She wasn't a pastor's wife. She was a Sabrina. That's why I like this story, you know? I like it. I don't like it to where we think that, oh, preachers are the... Man, let me tell you, man, the ground's level to cross. So for those of you, you don't think you're worth much. Remember, you're not worth something. The Lord doesn't need your money. You know that? He doesn't even need your work. He can get a lot of people to do what you do. He doesn't need you guys leaving singing. You guys do a great job, by the way. The piano player, the guitar, you guys do a great job. He don't need that. You know what he wants? He just wants your love. Yeah. That's what he wants. Can you not love him? Can you can you imagine if your wife said to you, I'll wash your clothes, I'll iron your shirts, I'll clean the house, but I just want to pay I don't love you. Would you husbands be okay with that? No. All the Lord wants. Yeah. It's just your love. <laughs> A wholehearted, sincere yeah. love. Push now you don't have to force your path and read the Bible with them. Read the Bible. <laughs> now you can't wait to read the Bible. Right. Well, I forgot to pray, so I guess I gotta pray. No, you don't have to. You don't want to talk to the greatest person in the universe? That's okay. <laughs> Me, you don't make slow. That's what you see. Come on. Yeah. When right. you fall in love with Jesus, Amen. that romance will carry you man. And you'll become a Christian you've always wanted to be. I want you to do business with this message. That's right. It's not a great message. I'm not trying to say that. But I think the topic, the story, is crucial to 2023. Amen. I'm going to ask you this morning, do business with God. Amen. Take this message home with you, will you? Let's bow our heads for prayer. pastor will come. He'll instruct us what to do. Father, bless the message. There's people here that cannot love you. <clears throat> they can't because they're not saved. Yes. 
And they're just so hung up on religion. They're so hung up on doing this and different prescriptions and recipes of religion. It's just, they miss it. They just miss it. And it's Christ. I pray, Lord, that you save them. Reveal yourself to that precious person. May they not feel judged by me. May they judge themselves. And then there's Christians here who have gone cold. They're lukewarm. And uh, they, they're comfortable. They're too comfortable. I pray that you'll trouble them. And Lord, help us to be reminded about Mary. Precious, precious Mary. Bless pastor as he comes. We love you. We thank you. And bless the invitation in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.